turn the podcast on. Give the podcast a second to catch up here. That should be long enough. So Trump came out and made some remarks today. Uh, I had noted this beforehand. Still have my lighter under my clipboard so it doesn't sit straight. Uh, that's not what I noted beforehand. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, but Trump brought up some other uh, interesting things. Uh, when we talk about money and politics, the Democrats way outspent Republicans again this time. Uh, they did not succeed. They at least have not yet succeeded in unseating the president. They did not succeed in beating Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell. And in the House of the Representatives, Republicans picked up seats. Uh, Trump noted that his donors are working class people. He said they were policemen, police officers, actually, he said. And farmers, Biden donors were Wall Street and big tech. So the Republic, he said, and I agree, and a lot of other people agree, that the Republican Party has become the party of the working class. And the Democrats have become uh, the party of uh, the elite, the rich, the over-educated, uh, liberal indoctrinated. Uh, in this election, Trump did better than any Republican in history. And he also improved on his 2016 numbers with every demographic except for white male voters. Now, I don't know if those guys went to Biden or they just stayed at home or what they did, but with black men, Trump did better than he did in 2016. With black women, he did better than he did in 2016. With Latino women, better than 2016. Latino men, better than 2016. Native American men and women, better than 2016. And with all other minority groups, he did better than he did in 2016. That's why he's overperforming his poll numbers and things like that. And I'm going to talk a little bit later on in this video podcast that there's a reason why different television networks have different electoral maps and why the polling was so crazy. Um, but... Trump outperformed every Republican in history uh, in all demographics, all minority groups. Um, very, very amazing. Shows that he is not the racist, you know, that people say he is. And uh, the, the right folks have heard that message. And that the Republican Party is the big, big tent Party. The Democrat Party might be the, the party that panders and talks a good game, but the Republican Party delivered, Trump delivered, 
and it, it showed up at the ballot box. Uh, other things, you know, he talked about uh, for the first time ever, the Republicans lost zero House of Representatives uh, elections as far as incumbents go. Uh, they picked up several seats and may pick up a few more. The Republican Party elected more women senators, governors, well, well, more women in the House of Representatives, at least. I think they only elected one new woman to the Senate, but whatever. They elected more women than they have in the party's history, governors, senators, and House of Representatives, to broaden it. Um, he talked about the phony polls. The polls were manufactured to get us the Trump base and maybe with, with white men they did succeed uh, maybe that's why he had less uh, white males vote for him than he did four years ago uh, but anyways uh, the polls he said were very wrong he outperformed all polls in all demographics in every almost every state. Um, so the polls were there as suppression. They were voter suppression polls to keep Trump voters home. Uh, and maybe they kept some of the typical, typical Republicanal Republicans. Maybe they kept some of the normal Republicans home. But us, the I was called, okay, so I was religious right. Let me get this straight, throughout my political involvement and activity in my 44 years, uh, starting when I was 18 and voted for Bob Dole in 1996, I may have been, I may have actually been 19 when I voted for Bob Dole, but whatever. Maybe I was even 20. I don't know. I graduated in 95. The Dole election was 96. So I would have been yeah, 19 or 20, whatever. I can't do math at this time of the night. Um, so, let's restoke the stogie for a minute and get off of Bob Dole. One of my favorite people of all time, Bob Dole. Met him on a couple of occasions. Great, great man. Had dinner with him. Uh, we brought him to speak at Kent State one time, uh, my freshman year, as a matter of fact. And I, I got to sit down with the man, and he's a class, he was a class act. God rest his soul. Uh, on to the current situation. Um, in my lifetime, in my voting you know, history and watching elections, I haven't seen anything like what I've seen uh, recently with Trump. Um, I was saying, you know, I, in 1996 to around 2010, uh, we were the religious right. We, in 2008, 10, uh, towards the end of George Bush's term, we became the Tea Party and the, the mockers made it, called us the Tea Leaves, the Tea Baggers, 
all these uh, ignoramus remarks. This, the moderate Republicans like the Lincoln Project, the uh, uh, the people who sell their soul for a nickel, you know, had all kinds of names for uh, us people that are now called Trump supporters or the Trump Army, the Trump Cult, the Trumpy whatever, the Trumpeters. I don't know what the heck all the names they call us. Basket of deplorables. Uh, all sorts of things. But there are those of us that vote our morals and our conscience. And we'll always be the Republican base. So whatever names they want to call us, uh, we save the Republican Party and the Republic every election. When it's... When it's go time, we show up. So, the Trump base came out for sure. Faux show. Many, many uh, Trump parades. Uh, boat parades. Uh, impromptu land parades. With people decorating their cars and flying their Trump flags out their windows. Impromptu Trump rallies by... Just a random group of Trump supporters that said, you know, Trump's not going to come to my little town, but I'm going to bring some Trump spirit and pep to my town. And I'm going to tell my town why we want to vote for Trump. So we showed out for Trump. Uh, Trump outperformed every single poll in every state. Uh, like he pointed out. And he outperformed with every demographic. Um, did lose some ground with white male voters. Um, Biden has been underperforming uh, Hillary Clinton's 2016 vote totals. At least he had been until he started digging up votes and ballots out of their uh, behinds. But anyways... So, you know, th this is why Trump and his organization feels they can win. Uh, we have uh, a court decision uh, in Pennsylvania that poll watchers or count watchers are legal and can watch the counting of the ballots take place. Uh, I... I <laughs> Still don't understand why we're hand counting ballots in 2016, but the 2020 four year I, I jumped in the DeLorean and went backwards four years for a second. Um, but whatever. Um, the the mail in ballots are coming in. Uh, you know, I, I they're probably being processed and opened by human hands, and then they should be fed into a machine. Uh, to be counted, but, uh, you know, maybe, you know, whoops, one for Trump, one, two for Biden, one for Trump, one, you know, they're tossing the Trump ones aside, maybe, I don't know, I do not know, but, uh, and <clears throat> some polling places in Pennsylvania, even though a judge ordered them to allow watchers to come into the count room have ignored the judge's order so 
I don't know how Trump went from being up 600,000. I looked at the state of Pennsylvania website. They said all precincts had reported. You would assume that all the absentee ballots were in also. Here in Ohio, yet again, we run a, a good, clean election and the Republican wins. And prior to the 2000 election, uh, there was a meeting of like the national secretaries of state and election, chief elected officials from around the country. Other states, they might not call it the uh, secretary of state, but that's what it is here in Ohio. Uh, they all met. And in Ohio, what we do is the names on the ballot rotate. Now, this was pre-2000, before the Gore-Bush uh election hanging Chad fight in Florida and we told you know Floridians and whoeverians that uh, in Ohio you know it'll say like George Bush um, Al Gore uh, the outlaw Josie Wales Jesse the body Ventura uh, at one precinct and then at the next precinct it'll say Jesse the body Ventura George Bush Al Gore, the outlaw Josie Wales. And that rotates precinct by precinct so that people can't get a drill out and drill right through the punch cards, you know, knowing that, you know, whole number such and such is going to be George Bush or Al Gore or whatever candidate. And, you know, we talked about cleaning the uh, voting machines, shaking all the years of excess chads like when you poke a hole when you poke the hole in an old punch card ballot a little piece of paper would pop out that was like perforated around the edges i mean it was like teen, teensy tiny little uh thing and, and those little <laughs> tiny pieces of paper became known as chads for some reason uh but florida they laughed at the extent we went through to secure elections. Now, Florida's doing good, but Philly, PA, uh, they're not doing so good right now. Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, you know, rumors and storytelling of all kinds of uh, shenanigans and votes being carried in. Uh, possible, possible, I say. Uh, ballots being carried in at you know odd hours of the night after the counting was supposed to have stopped and the 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 uh, counts room was supposed to have been closed. I, I've seen video of people bringing a wagon and boxes of ballots into uh, a counting area in uh, Michigan, Detroit. Uh, but I, I, I just don't know. So a question I keep getting texts about and instant messages and phone calls and uh, love letters about is why does every network have a different electoral map? Why is why does one network one news source in quotes if you want to call the cable news networks and the big three broadcast networks and uh, 
the large print media in this country news anymore. Uh, they're more like opinion reporters. Why do they all have a different or slightly different reckoning of the electoral college electoral map? Well, a friend explained this to me the other day. My, my podcast buddy, uh, that, uh, by the way, his, his slash our podcast is uh, The Break Wall. It's on Anchor, Spotify, and uh, that's it. He doesn't go to the lens that I go to, to serve you great people this vital information. But, uh, so, let me see how I can explain this to you guys. Every network has a... thing known as the decision desk okay and it's behind the scenes okay in fact let me pull up that uh, post that I made on Facebook where I took great lengths to explain this to my friend friend friendlies okay So I said, this was on my personal page. Maybe I'll copy this to my um, Big John's political op-ed page also. Uh, Okay, I keep getting texts and IMs asking... Why does every network have a different election count? Every network and, quote, news source has its own experts uh, and a decision desk that you don't see. What that means is these people are experts in the field of uh, (laughs) predicting Projecting the winners of elections. They look at... Uh, well, let me just read this straight out. They have no effect on the actual vote count. The decision desk tells the talking heads reading from the teleprompter who is winning and when to call each state. It's based on several factors... Exit polls, pre-election polling, and voter history in a particular area. The states count the votes and certify elections, not the TV networks. Okay. Now, once upon a time when there were only three television networks, if you could believe that. And until cable news really came into its own, everybody used the Associated Press's news desk, or decision desk, pardon me, to call a state for 
whichever candidate was projected to win. Okay. Then circa 2000, Fox News decided to have its own decision desk. And that's why they were the first ones to call Florida for George Bush in 2000. They're experts in exit polling compared to pre-election polls, compared to voting history, said Florida is going to go for George Bush. Now, that went crazy. Let's forget about it. Forget that. Forget Florida 2000. Fox News. Not the most trusted name in news anymore. Neither is the Clinton News Network, CNN. You can't trust any of them. But they all have their own decision desks where they have a group of people that are experts or claim to be experts in the field of election calling, projections, predictions, whatever you want to call it. And they can say, well, based on the number of votes that are coming in, the exit polls, the you know pre-election polling, it's all matching up. Uh, there's, you know, 90% of the vote has been counted and, you know, let's just say, uh, Herbie Hancock would have to get 100% of the last 10% of the votes to be counted. They would all have to go for Herbie Hancock and not Joe Schmo. So it's now impossible for Herbie Hancock to win this state. It's going to go to Joe Schmo. Now, they do a lot of early calls. Why was California called so early for um, Joe Biden and not Donald Trump? The Trump campaign knew that they weren't going to win California. We all knew California and its big 55 electoral votes which is dwindling because the state's so screwed up. But uh, for the next 10 years, they'll have 55 electoral votes. Well, no, maybe next presidential election, it'll change. Who cares? Uh, so many people are moving out of California, but I, the census is almost all done by now, I'm sure. But anyway, Cali and its big 55 electoral votes went to Joe Biden. No doubt about it, right? Historically, the decision desk people for every network, every news outlet knew that California historically goes Democrat. Sadly for Californians, uh, what, what, what's, what they're smoking out there, I'd like to know. Because there's some powerful stuff. Okay? Well, anyway... They, they, they knew Cali would go Democrat. That's why they, the media and the news outlets and so on were able to say California is going for Joe Biden. No doubt about it. Other places like, you know, Georgia, well, maybe demographically they've changed over the years. 
It's a little tougher to call, they think. I don't know. Everything I've seen out of the state of Georgia looks like it should be going for Trump. And it's another state where when I looked on the Associated Press's map, it was uh, light red or pink in color. And it was leaning towards Trump. But they said 100% of the votes had, or 100% of the precincts had been reported. Now, I guess they're trying to harvest votes down there. I, I don't know. There are always votes counted after the election, guys. Uh, there are always votes that come in following election day. And most states, your absentee or mail-in ballot has to be postmarked on election day or the day before. So <clears throat> that's how it goes. But the thing of these last couple of elections is that Trump blows away all of the polling. Everything that is natural and historical about American elections, Trump blows it out of the water. He's not a normal candidate. He's a candidate that disgusts some people. I don't know why. He's a candidate that is loved by some people. So he throws all of the history and traditions and historical data, polling, exit polling, pre-election polling, he, it all gets thrown away with Donald Trump. Because from the time he started campaigning, his, his rallies, like right after the Republican uh, primaries or as they were starting to end, his rallies were invaded by Antifa and radicals and protesters and people rioting. And it was blamed on us, the Trump supporters. And I was like the last to get on the Trump bandwagon. I mean, I was l so late in getting there. But I'm glad I'm there and I'm glad he's our president. And I hope things keep going his way. But man, if you asked me in August 2016 up to September... I'm like, I think, I honestly said, I think this guy is trying to throw this election because he and Hillary have been friends and he is trying to screw this up so she can be president. I really thought that, guys. So you can't accuse me of being a, you know, slap-happy Trumpy guy. I wasn't always. I am now and I have been for the last four years. Haley, get away from that. But, man, just all, his, all history of voting, especially this year in 2020, when he overperformed and got more votes out of every demographic than he did in 2016, which meant people were starting to wake up from the lies about racism, sexism, xylophonism, xenophobism, whatever ism, phobic. <clears throat> they could throw on this man. A large portion of every minority group said, um, my pocketbook got bigger under this guy. Black people said, wait a minute. He's sitting down talking with 
a rapper called Little Wayne. He's talking with Ice Cube. He's talking and having all these black pastors. He's got a platinum plan for the black community to help us get out of poverty and get jobs. How can this cat be a racist? Which, I, by the way, I just like to say the word cat. That's not stereotyping black people in the way they talk. That's my own word. So Trump blows away every poll, tradition, everything that you, you can think of. Even among us, you know, jive-ass honkies. Some of us are afraid to show our support for Trump. I, I put uh, a Trump flag on my porch, and then I put one under my uh, big window in front of my house. Um, and man, I was afraid that somebody was going to light those things on fire and burn my house down. So I understand why some Trump voters are called the shy Trump voter. So they don't, as they're leaving the polls or they get a phone call after they voted, they don't want to participate in an exit poll. They don't want to participate in a pre-election poll. Uh, you quit trying to get every bit of food that I have. Sit. Sit. My dog just thinks she owns the house. I know you own the house, but let me have my moment, please. No, stay back. Stay. You can be in the next video. All right, guys, that's all I have. God bless you all. He covered my ugly face for a minute there. Pray for each other. Pray for this nation. Uh, I personally have been praying that Donald Trump wins this thing somehow. But that's just me. You do what you do. Because you and God, you and God need to have a relationship. Forget everything I said about Donald Trump and politics. Get a relationship with God because he's in charge. No politician, no weapon formed against you. If you got God in your life, will ever prosper over you if you got God. Thank you all. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Talk to you later. TTLY. <laughs>